0: Well, today on the show, we have returning guest, Sarah Landon. If you don't know who Sarah is, Sarah is a channel and she works with a collective called The Council. And her channeling on the show has been some of the most downloaded episodes of all time. Now, today we're going to talk about her new book and specifically, we're going to ask the council in our channeling session about Manifestation how to build your own reality and the law of attraction. So let's dive in. I'd like to welcome back to the show returning champion, Sarah Landon. (laughs) How you doing, Sarah?
1: Hi, Alex. I'm so happy to be here and be back on the show again. And I'm so excited for the amazing success you're having on Next Level Soul. It's just awesome. I'm so happy for you.
0: Oh, I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much uh, for those kind words. And as I told you before, it was your interview that was the first domino that fell that kind of started the upward trajectory of where the show was going. So I will never forget that. Whether it was just happenstance or it was meant to be, it was something that both you and I were caught really off guard by. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I truly think it was divinely orchestrated. So I'm excited for uh, the continued success that you're going to have. But I, uh, I love that. Our, our first video together was really the catalyst for your community growing and this message getting in the world and just the amazing things you do. So thank you. I, uh, I'm i one of those people it. that I personally love YouTube and I'll turn on something, but now my go-to is Next Level Soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I appreciate that. I appreciate that very, very much. You're
1: my go-to, uh, Alex.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that so much. Um, well, we're here to talk about Uh, your new book, The Dream, The Journey, Eternity, and God. Very simple, not too complex uh, things to talk about. No, just
1: really simple topics, no-brainers, just the
0: basics. (laughs) That you co-wrote with uh, your co-author, Mike Dooley, who will be on the show hopefully very soon. We actually have a book, so hopefully he'll be on the show. Thank you for hooking that up. I'm looking forward to talking to Mike. Um, But uh, so before we get started, we're going to be talking on this episode, Allow, about manifestation, creating your own reality, law of attraction kind of stuff, uh, because our audience really, really loves that that topic. And it is something that they're just really interested in. But before we get into that, you and I had a little conversation before mm-hmm. this episode started. A little pregame show. <laughs> a little pregame show. That, And I, I want people to hear what you said, because it's just beautiful what you said. I always joke when I talk to channels that <laughs> What do you do when you walk in a room? You don't just walk into a room and say, hey, I'm a channel because it clears the room. And every time <laughs> I say that, apparently you're like, "Ah." so <laughs> I want you to tell me. And, and, and I understand your point of view of that and we'll talk about it for a second. But I say that because yes, it is becoming more mainstream. There's no question channeling. Even from the short period of time that I've been doing the show, the numbers don't lie. Channelings and channeling episodes and things like that have just really started to explode. So there's a lot of people who are interested in it, either closeted or out of the closet, are interested in this topic. But I still say, generally speaking, If you walk into a room and say, hey, I'm a channel, everyone, it all depends on what the package is, who's saying it and how they present themselves, which is I think what you're gonna talk a little bit about. But what do you have to say about
2: that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't cringe so much as I just kind of laugh because I can't wait for the day that you're like, I used to think it clears a room and now (laughs) everybody wants to know about channeling. So I get it. I I truly do understand. I had no desire to be a channel. I wanted, if somebody would have told me, you're going to leave your corporate career and go channel a group of ascended master beings called the council with your eyes closed. And you're like, no way. Like that is not me whatsoever. I consider myself very normal and uh, Mm. live a very normal life. However, uh, we all channel and that's the thing. When we really demystify channeling, we realize that everybody channels. An athlete, when they're in the zone and they make an amazing play, they are channeling source energy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When someone is you know, downhill skiing and just in the this beautiful rhythm, when a musician or a singer is playing or even writing music, I think most all of our movies, especially the blockbuster ones, were channeled. Everybody does this. When you're at lunch with a friend and all of a sudden you're in this this deep conversation and these words just come through you and they say, what did you just say? And you go, I don't know. That's channeling. We all do it. I have taken over 5,000 people around the world through a series that I teach called The Art of Channeling. And people from all walks of life that have all different experiences channeling. Some people do automatic writing. Some people verbally channel like I do. Light language is becoming a very common thing. People that are having these experiences speaking light language. And then all of a sudden they come together with other people that are essentially bringing through the same tones and vibrations and frequencies And we're really seeing that it's a normal, natural thing. Some people are um, doing channeling through art or poetry or writing a book. In fact, I have one person in our community that is not a formally trained artist whatsoever. She started channeling and then she started doing channeled art. And it's just absolutely magnificent, but it's coming from some higher source. So we all do this. And when you just start to talk about it openly, and when I explain to people what I do, I usually share my story that it started for me when my brother passed in a car accident. And I was sitting there at his viewing of his body. And all of a sudden, this emotional, cold, heavy, dense room that I was in became very peaceful. This energy that felt like liquid love just started at the top of my head and went through my entire body. I was completely and totally in peace. And I heard over my right shoulder, I'm still here. I'm just not in there. I said, where are you? And he said, I'm just as here as I ever was. I just left the density of the body. And that was my very first experience. Then several years later, I started waking up in the middle of the night and writing. I didn't know what I was doing at the time. But I would wake up the next morning and read what I had written, and it was the answers to the most profound questions that I couldn't find answers for anywhere, and they were coming through me. I didn't know that was automatic writing at the time. And later, doing a QHHT session, which was developed by Dolores Cannon, I had this experience where all of a sudden, my voice changed, the cadence of my voice changed, and a group of beings was now answering this question, uh, the, the questions that were being answered and they were saying we and us instead of me saying I. And that was my experience. And I think the more we talk about it openly, the more people recognize that they have their own unique experiences with it. As we were talking about before we started the recording, people are looking for that connection. They are looking for their own connection to higher wisdom, to their guides, to spirit. That's all different forms of channeling. Connecting to a loved one on the other side, being able to tune in when someone you love, even an animal transitions, and be able to get a message from them. I consider that mediumship. Some people find it very easy and it's very natural and other people you have to learn how to communicate with your loved ones on the other side, but who doesn't want to have that experience of being able to receive messages from their loved ones on the other side. So we've got to go to the next level of this. I think it's already happening. Um, Some years ago, I was inspired and guided. You have to start teaching people how to channel. And I never would have thought that I would do that or could do that. And now I realize that Again, I'm being used by the divine for something so much greater than myself, you know, that divine orchestration we talked about with our first interview. And I see now that this is where we're going and it's just going to become a very natural, approachable thing. Now, someone like myself who channels professionally and has done it for at least 10,000 hours, if not many more, it's very easy for me to get in and out of channel. That's what I do, right? Mm -hmm. Just like the analogy of a professional baseball player versus someone who, you know, every once in a while goes out and throws throws a ball and, 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 you know, goes up to bat versus someone that does it every day for hours and hours professionally. So everyone can do this. Everyone does this in their own way, but can you consciously intentionally do it and expand what you connect into and communicate with your higher self and your guides and your loved ones on the other side? Absolutely. <laughs>
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And you said something
0: called light language. It's the first time I've heard Mm -hmm. that. What is that? Really? Wow. I've never heard of language.
1: I had never heard of it. I had a woman back in the day when I did private sessions, come to the council and say, hey, I'm having this experience where I close my eyes and these tones and frequencies start coming out of my mouth, but there's no actual words. And they said, that's light language. It's the language of the soul that all of our souls recognize. It's a cosmic universal language of vibrations and frequencies that our soul recognizes. It's absolutely beautiful. It could be almost compared to speaking in tongues back in the day. Mm. The interesting thing is that, uh, when I started connecting people, I realized that a lot of the tones are very similar and it's actually a language it's beautiful. Some people sing, um, some people just speak it. A lot of times your hands are really involved and you're moving energy. I've had many people now that have gone through my art of channeling series that, that do light language and, um, it's amazing. Some of the experiences, especially with autistic children. One particular woman who left her corporate career started channeling light language. She was doing a session over zoom with a woman and her artistic, uh, autistic son came in the room who doesn't speak and doesn't engage and doesn't look anyone in the eye and just sat down in front of the computer and listened to every single word that was coming through her. Although again, it's not like an English language or a, a Spanish language. It's a cosmic, language understood by our souls. And this this little boy instantly just started interacting with her as she was doing light language. It was pretty cool. They also explained that it bypasses some of the negative associations that we get tripped up on. Mm. Believe it or not, I <laughs> the irony of writing a book called The Dream, The Journey, Eternity, and God, there were many years of my life that I couldn't use the word God mm-hmm. because I was trying to understand Religion and how a loving God was so judgmental and punishing. And I would ask questions of people, and they would say, Well, that's just what the Bible says. And I said, Well, so you're telling me that someone in another country that's never heard of God or Jesus is going to go to hell? And (laughs) that's what the the Bible says. And I'm like, Well, then that is not a God I'm interested in in the slightest. Because from my perspective, (laughs) God and love was Jesus and, uh, or or God and Jesus were love. I mean, they were all of love and it didn't make any sense to me. So I wouldn't even use the word God for many years. So there's an example. Some people don't like the word God. When you say you are source energy or an extension of source energy, they can hear that. But to say you are God, they have, you know, centuries of being considered blasphemous by saying that right
0: it's a a, a triggering yeah
1: another example you know think of a past in a relationship you were in or a kid in elementary school that picked on you and so anytime you hear a name that same name of anyone you automatically think of that person and it's automatically a trigger or a negative association so they Mm -hmm. say light language just bypasses all of the limitations Mm -hmm. of our human language and speaks right to our true self, our higher self and our soul. And it's understood and my logical mind, when I hear it, I don't particularly do light language. It's not something I do, but I've seen so many incredible uh, channels who do, and it's just absolutely beautiful, but your, your logical mind does want to figure it out until you just Relax into it and let yourself receive it, and it's really beautiful.
0: When you said when you said the autistic child kind of was mesmerized by it, I'm just curious on. I mean, obviously their brain is wired a little bit differently. They don't have Mm -hmm. this the 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 stuff that we have to deal with. Mm -hmm. They're pure. They're pure Mm -hmm. love. I mean, any autistic child I've ever met is pure love.
2: Yeah,
0: is it something that that just just completely connects with them at a completely different level than us because we have so much mud and guck on top of us that we're carrying around with us?
1: Yeah, in my experience, if any time I've ever been around an autistic child or even ones that we label as ADD or ADHD, one in particular I'm really close to, he's one of the most high vibrational beings I've ever been around. His Mm. brain can't slow down enough to participate in density. He's an incredible artist. He has impeccable penmanship. He's just but he's such a high vibrational frequency that they just interact differently in this world of form and density than most people. I think they're incredibly gifted and they just come forth with probably a lot higher vibration and frequency. So to be in an experience of, of light language for them is probably a lot like coming home or feeling more at home and recognizing that as a, uh, a a safe, loving vibration. Yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. I I can't wait to see the things that, uh, come from light language and different places that it's used in, in our society to support people. And, uh, an autistic child is just a perfect example.
0: We are changing and uh, and we are awakening and there is something going on. There's no question in my mind that there is. Mm-hmm. And uh, your work and what I'm doing, it, it's growing at a very rapid clip. And you've been doing this for a few years. So you've seen yeah. it change. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited to be yeah. in my small part part of this situation no, and helping a in a big whatever part way I can.
1: You're a big part of it and a, a very important part of it. Yeah.
0: No, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Now. So is the council ready? Cause I know the council loves to chat.
1: <laughs> the council's always <laughs> ready. I like to chat. They like to chat. There's never really a dull moment with us.
0: <laughs> uh, so um, if the council is ready, I'd love to ask, ask them about uh, manifestation, law of attraction, yeah. Con- yeah. you know, constructing your reality. Yeah.
1: So my experience when I channel, I just close my eyes and take a couple of deep breaths. And I literally, by the time I get to my third breath, it's like everything gets quiet. It's like being up above the clouds when you're in an airplane and it's just like so peaceful and quiet. That's my experience. And then they, they just start and they'll bring a message through and then they'll go to your question. So I'm excited for this. Their perspective on the law of attraction and manifestation is so different than anything I have ever heard anywhere. And it has completely changed my life. And I'm excited for you to ask your questions about it. So let's go. Thank you so much, Sarah. We are so pleased and delighted to have the opportunity to speak with you on this fine and glorious day indeed. Our dear, beloved friend, we remind you and all of you that while our words are important, this is a vibrational experience of remembering the truth of who you really are and why you are here and all that you intended when you chose this magnificent life experience because we assure you, your life is meant to be so very good for you. You are the powerful creator of your reality and you are here to create your reality. The formula for creation of reality is that consciousness moves energy into form. So as you elevate your consciousness and your awareness, You are raising your vibration and your frequency, which allows you to summon through you and to you greater levels of source energy that move into form as true creation and manifestation. Understand that you get more of what you are, period. It can be no other way. What you focus on And the meaning you give it is what is creating your reality. So if you are perceiving yourself as abundant, if you are feeling abundant, if you are aware of abundance all around you and conscious and intentional about recognizing, experiencing as your reality abundance, you will have more and more and more abundance. The same is true with love. The same is true with well being. The same is true with freedom. You cannot create more of what you are holding yourself apart from through separation. So, for many, they're sitting in an experience of lack and limitation, perceiving the lack, perceiving the lack of abundance, perceiving the lack of money. What you focus on in the meaning you're giving it is what's creating your reality. You're getting more. You're getting more. You get more of what you are, not what you want, not what you think you need. You get more of what you
2: are. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: And so when you're in lack and limitation, you are lowering your consciousness And so you're not summoning a whole lot of energy. So to move any sort of manifestation into form, you have to push and force and effort and struggle. So many of you would recognize your own journey of manifestation having changed significantly through your own journey of awakening. In the third dimension, it is a dimension of separation where you experience separation from source, God, from others, what you want is out there. You have to go out and get it because it's separate from you. Lack, limitation, fear, separation. This is the basis of the third dimension. And many of you mastered creating reality in a third dimension of density, where you worked really hard, you struggled you efforted you made it happen you set goals you took massive determined action and you achieved success in the third dimension and then the energy went out of it for you it's no longer joyful to you there's no longer this motivation which is so different than true inspiration. Motivation is avoiding unwanted circumstances. So when you're in the third dimension, you can find yourself very motivated by avoiding unwanted circumstances. I don't want to not have the money to pay my bills. I don't want to end up homeless. I don't want to end up uh, retiring and not having any money. So I'm going to force an effort and work really hard and make it happen. But then the energy goes out of it. And you can no longer find motivation as something that's feeling fulfilling to you. You have mastered achievement, sort of say, in the third dimension. Then you begin to awaken to something more. You ask those questions Who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? As you begin to ask those questions, you begin to elevate your awareness that there is more going on here. You can change your circumstances and conditions. You can change things. You can fix things. You can heal things. You can transform things. The fourth dimension is the dimension of transformation, transforming the things in your life that you want to change. This is spirituality, self-help, personal development, law of attraction. So when many people first come into the fourth dimension, as so many did around the time of the secret being released, it was their elevation of consciousness that was allowing them to summon more energy where manifestation may have appeared easier to them at that time than it does now. So then you start changing things and you start fixing things and you start wanting to change others and fix others and heal yourself and heal others this is all the fourth dimension of transformation and yes you can change things and yes you can transform things most of you get really stuck in this dimension for long periods of time something comes up and instead of seeing it as happening for you to bring you into new levels of your power and realization you immediately begin to judge yourself. What's wrong with me? What do I need to fix? Oh, I still have some unhealed part. I still have all these things I have to release. And you get almost addicted to transforming yourself. The pathway from the fourth dimension into the fifth dimension is to let go of all judgment of yourself, of others, and circumstances and conditions the fifth dimension is a dimension of pure love and many of you are finding that now the energy is going out of the fourth dimension and you are being called into a higher dimension of consciousness you may no longer be as interested or excited about fixing yourself and changing yourself and healing yourself you feel that there is something more And that is coming into the state of being, pure love in the fifth dimension, where your well-being and your abundance is assured. But the hmm, things that worked in the third dimension do not work in the fifth dimension. The things that worked in the fourth dimension do not work in the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension truly is a new earth, heaven on earth, your realization of all that you are where you can then create your reality through effortless ease as you intended it to be. But you do not do so through separation or lack and limitation. You understand that consciousness is what summons energy into form. You go beyond the law of attraction. You go beyond manifestation into true creation. What you want and what you need shows up even before You know you need it. Things just show up and it's a yes. And then something else shows up and it's a yes. It's the difference between the next perfect step coming to you and a staircase with 10,000 steps showing up in front of you. Some of you still would prefer to run up the 10,000 steps, experience exhaustion, overwhelm, fatigue but you want the 10,000 steps to come in this moment when you understand you are the powerful creator of your reality you go from manifestation to true creation you enjoy the journey the journey is the best part it's a moment to moment where the next perfect step comes to you in this moment in your power, aligned to the highest levels of consciousness, the next perfect step comes to you. What you want and need shows up even before you know you need it. It just shows up and it's a yes. Most of the time when you are wanting to manifest something, that thing you want to manifest seems really big. And you can say, oh, I raised my vibration and I'm feeling good and I've created a vision board and i focused on it. This big thing that I want to manifest, why isn't it here yet? This is a really important part. The best part is the journey. The beautiful, magical unfolding of the journey. The next perfect step that leads to the next perfect step. That leads to the next perfect step and at some point you realize that big thing that you wanted to manifest it isn't a big thing anymore it's just the obvious logical next perfect step it might take you a whole day it might take you a whole year it might take you seven years when it goes from being this big huge manifestation that you really really want and have focused on and trying so hard to manifest to you elevating yourself through the beautiful unfolding journey but it just becomes the obvious logical next perfect step and it may seem big to others but it's just the logical next step for you do you understand
0: I do. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate not only that beautiful opening, but also for your time uh, to help our audience so much. So thank you for being here. My first question is
1: not in the experience of time, nor space, our dear friend. So we have eternity to speak with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, Can you, can you explain how the law of attraction operates? from a higher spiritual dimension.
1: Well, ultimately it's back to the formula that we shared with you in the beginning, consciousness.
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: When you become conscious or aware of anything, you begin to focus and you focus your energy upon that thing now there's two parts of this there's raising your consciousness and your level of awareness you in those moments are raising your vibration which is raising your consciousness or raising your consciousness and awareness raises your vibration so you elevate yourself out of lack and limitation you elevate yourself out of fear you elevate yourself out of something's wrong with you that needs to be fixed into that state of pure love and all of a sudden you begin to summon all this energy your body spontaneously heals you all of a sudden everything starts working out for you your relationships shift and you didn't really do anything but it's because your awareness and your consciousness are now allowing you to summon a whole lot more source energy that's flowing into your experience and into form. So when you become conscious of a particular thing that you would like to experience, and you're summoning energy, you begin to focus that energy on that experience or on that thing. Your physical senses then begin to... Be attuned to anything that is similar to that. So now you start seeing it and experiencing it and noticing it. And again, it goes from a big thing to, oh, it's everywhere in my experience. It's just clearly the next perfect step. So we don't specifically teach about the law of attraction. We teach about true creation. To have a particular agenda for most is coming from lack and limitation. I had a terrible experience where I couldn't pay my bill, so now I'm going to manifest lots and lots of money. But the consciousness and the awareness is not there to align with that in that moment. Now, as someone goes on their journey and continues to focus on the abundance they do have, the abundance around them, we consider abundance to be money, yes, but resources, relationships, connections, time knowledge wisdom consciousness there's so much more to it and yet infinite abundance is available to absolutely everyone some of you have heard the analogy as it relates to well-being you can't get sick enough to make a sick person well so when you want well-being when you want Health and well being, and energy and vitality, you don't feel bad about that because you know you're not taking energy from anyone else in order for you to feel really good and be healthy. Money is energy, it's an energetic exchange. You truly are not taking from another. When you allow an energetic exchange, when you allow your own abundance, you will expand the abundance on this planet. But many have very limited beliefs related to their own sense of worthiness about money and having money. And so while they might really want a large sum of it, their beliefs hold them in a level of consciousness that doesn't allow them to summon the level of energy that would draw more and more abundance to them. Does that make sense to you?
0: It does make perfect sense. Now can can past life experiences affect our ability to manifest and attract in this present lifetime?
1: We understand uh, that many have a very different perspective than we do on this subject. Every single one of you are divine, sovereign beings. You came forth. You focused your consciousness into this physical experience to be on the planet during this time of the greatest awakening of human consciousness that has ever occurred in any lifetime. You came to be a part of this. You came to be a way shower. You came to shine your light. You came to be the love. There is nobody who is listening to this that is not here to be the divine love and the divine light that you are on earth you came to be part of this great awakening experience that is occurring you are all divine eternal ever-present beings who are free and sovereign with the absolute knowing that you are the powerful creator of your reality. As you reach higher levels of consciousness, there are very different perspectives about past lives, about karma, about reincarnation. And it's truly the level of consciousness you are in, which determines your perspective on it. You chose this life experience and well, maybe, in other life experiences you chose to navigate through bondage and suffering just to realize freedom maybe you struggled with lack and poverty in order to remember your abundance but absolutely none of you took a vow of poverty when you chose as divine sovereign beings to come forth to be on the planet at this time in fact every single one of you who will ever listen to this came forth to first fully awaken and then come into realization, to realize all that you are, the integration of every part of you and the multidimensional nature of who you really are, and then stay on the planet during this great awakening as the realized master that you are. A realized master who knows they are the powerful creator of their reality. You came forth to live fully. Whatever that means to you, you came forth to love fully. And you came forth to be all that you are. You did not take a vow of poverty because of some guilt you had from some past life or karma you imposed upon yourself to come forth and struggle in hardship or lack in limitation because of some wrongdoing in a past life. You simply didn't come forth in this existence for that purpose. Now, if you want to make that your truth, you are a powerful creator. You create your reality. If you believe that, you will draw to you the experience of that. Once you experience that, you'll say, That's my truth. See, I'm just doomed to always be in lack in this life. But that is not the truth of any one of you. The truth of you is infinite abundance, infinite well being, infinite love. And you yourself are infinite intelligence focused in physical form. Do you understand?
0: I do. I do, thank you for that. Can you explain the role of the subconscious mind in in the law of attraction?
1: Well, you can often tell what's going on in your subconscious mind by what's going on in your dreams. When you're dreaming about particular things, it can tell you what's often active in your subconscious mind. We don't separate the minds out, sort of say. To think that there's something in the background trying to sabotage you is not correct. We also do not speak of the ego. To try to fight or get rid of some part of you is not the integration of every part of you. We speak of your magnificent humans. That is a part of the experience you're having and we celebrate your magnificent humans and your beautiful personalities. When you awaken to more that you are when you realize more that you are your human allows the grander part of you the human allows your realization the human allows you into the fifth dimension of pure love and so the subconscious conscious minds we understand why you speak of this but ultimately we would go back to this journey we discussed some people would say to us, Well, I'm stuck. And we would say, Well, are you stuck? Or are you on a journey to realizing greater levels of abundance? You're on a journey to realizing greater levels of abundance, to realizing greater levels of well being, to realize greater levels of anything and everything that you want to explore and experience more of. So, really, it's a process of Elevating your consciousness and your awareness and practicing it until it becomes your natural state of being, which then elevates your thoughts. It changes the stories you tell yourself. You can tell what's going on in the subconscious mind very quickly by the way that you feel.
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. now, back to the show.
1: The thoughts that you're thinking, consciously or unconsciously, and the stories you're telling yourself, consciously or unconsciously, are affecting your emotions. Your emotions affect the way that you feel. The way that you feel affects your vibration, your state of consciousness, which is determining the level of energy you are summoning to you and through you, which is determining your reality. And your level of power to create your reality. So if you don't feel very good and you're really emotional and everything's terrible and things are wrong and there's all these problems and all these issues and you're struggling and there's all lack and limitation, go back to the thought you're thinking, the story you're telling yourself. When you consciously, intentionally come into the moment and choose the thoughts that are supportive to the experience you want to have, you are working with the conscious mind when you catch yourself in an unconscious state or an unconscious story or a subconscious thought sort of say come into the moment bring it into the light bring it into the moment if you have a thought rattling around in your brain that's keeping you stuck or feeling unworthy or not good enough say it out loud Say it out loud and you'll realize it's not your truth. It's not true. It's probably quite silly. Say I'm not good enough. Nothing ever works out for me versus everything's always working out for me. Everything's always working out for me, bringing me into new levels of my power so I can get clear on what I really want, so I can powerfully create my reality the way I want it to be. There's so much more to a statement like everything's always working out for me. Yes, agree, it's true. But why? Because your soul only cares about your realization. Once you come into realization, you can powerfully, impeccably create your reality the way you want it to be. But you don't have to go into lack, limitation, fear, and separation in order to create more of what you want to experience. So Be conscious of when you are unconsciously holding yourself in limitation, in a limited belief. And you will begin to shift these things very, very easily. Do you understand?
0: I do. Thank you. Can you explain the balance between personal effort and manifestation in achieving your goals?
1: Well, we go back to the difference between motivation and inspiration. Motivation, avoiding an unwanted circumstance. You're most likely going to find yourself in the third dimension of separation from what you want. It's out there, you're gonna to have to push and force and effort and struggle in order to get it. And many of you have succeeded at that. But then, as we said, the energy went out of it. That no longer motivates you. Then you get into personal development, and changing yourself. And then at some point, you realize there's more you go from manifestation to true creation. Understand that while you are here to take action in physical form, we would say, first off, inspiration is very different than motivation inspiration in spirit aligned with source energy aligned with the highest truth aligned with the highest vision of all that you are aligned with the highest expression of what's possible for you you allow inspiration to come to you it's your natural state of being what are you inspired to what you enjoy what you're passionate about what you love it's not effort or force or struggle to take inspired actions towards those things that you love, that you enjoy, that you're passionate about. And in the fifth dimension, you experience inspiration. You follow energy. You let light guide the way. You focus on what brings you joy, and you do that. You focus on what you love, and you do that. You focus on what you're passionate about, and you do that. An inspiration may come to you, That seems completely unrelated to your goal or what it is you want to achieve or manifest or create, but that might be the most easy, effortless next step to get you from where you are to experiencing the level of true creation and manifestation of that achievement or reality that you want to create. So when you're not allowing source energy because of the level of consciousness you're in, you're going to have to push and force and struggle and effort. And most of you are going to burn out very quickly because your true self knows there's a better way and knows that you're here to realize that easy, effortless, harmonious, magical way of creating your reality the way you want it to be. True creation You wake up excited and passionate and alive, focused on what brings you joy and what you love. You follow the energy and let the light guide the way. You enjoy the beauty and the love and the magic and the miracles of each day of this magnificent unfolding journey. Things come out of the blue that you never could have thought to even ask for. Opportunities present and it's just a yes. What you want and need shows up even before you know you need it. You're passionate. You're alive. You're living fully. You're allowing true creation. You don't have an agenda. You have passions. There's things that you enjoy. There's experiences you want to have, and those are all wonderful. But they're not coming from where most all people are trying to manifest. The state of, I'm not enough. I have to be famous in order to be enough. Mm. I have to make a certain amount of money and then I'll know that I'm good enough. I have to have the perfect looking partner and the nice car in order to feel like I'm enough. And I certainly can't allow it in an easy, effortless, harmonious way because if I don't force an effort and earn it and work hard and struggle, well, then I just won't deserve it because I'm not enough. When you come into the fifth dimension of pure love, you know your infinite worthiness. You know there's absolutely nothing that you could do in this human experience to be more worthy than you already are and have always been and always will be. When you know your worth, when you know the love that you are, you can allow yourself to receive. You can allow things to come easily, effortlessly, harmoniously, and in the most amazing, magical ways. And some will be expected and some will be not expected. Some will come out of the blue and some will be exactly like you imagine it to be. But again, when you enjoy the journey, it's not about really getting anywhere. It's about coming into deeper and deeper levels of your own self love and worthiness and your own realization of all that you are. You are everything you wish to be. You already are. It is all within you and it always has been. But until you come into realization, you won't realize it. Break down that word, realize it. Okay, there's infinite abundance out there for me. Where is it? I don't see it anywhere. You come into absolute knowing and you will realize everything that's been here for you all along. You just couldn't perceive it from a lack-based consciousness. And wanting to manifest something outside of yourself that you believe is separate from you and having to take massive action and focus upon it and visualize really, 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 really hard is not realization, is not in a state of pure love. You're imposing separation and lack and limitation on your own experience. And even if you manifest that thing, which you may, you're going to get more lack limitation. We have a wonderful friend that was so worried about growing old and not having a retirement, growing old and not having a retirement, growing old and not having a retirement, afraid of lack, afraid of lack, afraid of lack. Received a very large inheritance from a family member. Enjoyed it for a couple of days and then went into fear of losing it. What if I lose it, then I'll be in lack. What if I lose it, then I'll be in lack.
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: And there's many examples of this, but when you come into a state of pure love and you know it's all here for you, when you come into that state of absolute knowing that it's all here for you and it always has been, then you realize one magnificent manifestation after another in an experience of true creation. You understand? I do. And you can live the most beautiful, big, luxurious, abundant, prosperous, wealthy life if it is the experience you want to have for you, if it's the reality you want to have for you. There are some that come into realization and abundance to them is living communally, living in a community. They don't have to pay for food or a car or pay for housing. They don't want to own their own house. They don't want to buy a nice car. They don't want uh, to be in an exclusive relationship or marriage they want to live in a community they want to do something they love like gardening or caring for the animals on behalf of the community or in support of the community in exchange for food water shelter connection purpose and that is a very abundant rich beautiful life And you can have someone else who comes into realization of the master that they are, and they want to own a beautiful home with lots of land, and they want to be involved in philanthropic endeavors, and they want to uh, have many people that they are flowing income to. They want to have a large amount of money. But it's not a big deal to them. It's just the logical obvious next step in their experience you are the creator of your reality and there's absolutely no one judging you for what you want to create and what you want to experience there's no one reality better than the other you can have one that lives from some perspective as a very simple life in a communal living where they tend to the animals in exchange for shelter and be very abundant and you can have someone that that is by what most would call a very rich or wealthy person that owns a home or multiple homes or multiple cars and has people that work for them or is involved in in philanthropy that is a realized master and also living that level of abundance in their life there is absolutely no judgment the misunderstanding is that you can realize all of this is here for you that you don't all want the same things but there's a reason why you are drawn to the experiences that you want to have for you there's data and information in those experiences that you are drawn to and you're here to have those experiences you are here to live the highest expression Of your soul in physical form you're here to live the highest expression of all that you are in physical form and whatever that means to you is perfect for you you can truly have it all unless you believe that you're unworthy of it or you don't deserve it truly as you all realize all of the abundance that's here for you there will be more abundance on your planet than ever before There's more money on your planet than ever before. There's more resources on your planet than ever before. You live, most every single one of you, far beyond the level of wealth experienced by the wealthiest on the planet centuries ago. Not to mention the innovation and the capabilities and the technology you have now, which just enhances and positively contributes to more abundance. Do you understand?
0: I do. I would very well do. Can you use the law of attraction to connect with spiritual beings at a higher level? If you yes, know? but
1: it's not the law of attraction. It's the level of consciousness. It's the level of okay. your awareness.
0: Hmm. So
1: if you want to connect with a loved one on the other side, whether it's an angel or your higher self or an Ascended Master uh, or uh, a beloved pet that has passed, we encourage you to close your eyes and think of, for example, your loved one that has made their transition. Think of a time when they were the most beautiful to you or the most handsome, when you remember them being the happiest, when you you felt the greatest level of love between the two of you, what did their face look like? Do you remember what they were wearing? Do you remember where you were and what was around you? Can you hear the sounds? Can you hear their voice? What do you smell? What did it smell like? Maybe they, it was your grandmother and she used to bake banana bread or pie. And you would come into the kitchen and there she was in the kitchen with her apron on and made this wonderful apple pie. You could smell it. You can remember what the kitchen looked like. She had her favorite dress on and her hair fixed the way she always did. Maybe grandma even had her own special perfume that she wore. or an angel, tune in to an angel. What do they look like? How are they presenting themselves to you? Is there a color that you see? Do they have a form? Are they feminine or masculine? Do they have wings? What do their wings look like? Is there something on their head? begin to focus your consciousness upon them until you feel them there with you. And as you feel them there with you and your consciousness begins to come into their level of consciousness, it makes it very easy for you to communicate between one another, but you've got to Elevate your consciousness to where they are now. You may ask them, What message do you have for me? And you might just sit and relax your consciousness. And all of a sudden, a message comes through to you, or a knowing, or a feeling, or you feel their arms wrapped around you. You might even take your own arms, wrap your own arms around yourself and feel their energy flowing through your arms, feeling them touching you through your own hands. Anyone and everyone is always available to you, which also includes the higher self of someone who is still in physical form. If you truly, instead of arguing with your boss or your coworker or arguing or being upset with your spouse or your child, if you would do this process, you can even get a picture of them, of your favorite picture of them, and look into their eyes and see their smile and close your eyes and just see that and feel that and then ask their higher self for a message. It'll always be there. You may need to tune in. Your relationship to higher wisdom or higher levels of consciousness and those in those dimensions is just like any other relationship. If you spend time together, if you trust it, if you open up to it, If it's important to you, it'll be a beautiful relationship. And we assure you, it is always available to every one of you.
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
0: Did
1: someone have a message for you?
0: Finally, the last question is, do you have any parting messages for this audience?
1: love your lives you are here to live an extraordinary existence well maybe there were reasons for lack and limitation and struggle and suffering in the past every single one of you can elevate yourself into pure love and experience more joy more love more abundance more well-being more freedom more beauty more happiness than ever before. And that will just continue to expand. Sometimes people feel that if they really come into this place of feeling abundant and going beyond wanting and needing to absolute knowing that everything will be there when they need it, that they are abundant already and that abundant is just continuing to expand. They think that the universe will somehow get the message That you don't need anything it'll go on and manifest things for someone else but not for you we say one of the most powerful states of being is to come into the moment and realize that absolutely nothing could make me any happier than i am right now Absolutely nothing could make me any happier than I am right now. Absolutely nothing could make me any happier than I am right now. You are in realization. You are in oneness with everything. You are in absolute knowing. And that is the most powerful portal for potentials and possibilities and manifestation and true creation. We know you love meditation and it's a wonderful thing. But you can realize the highest state of existence by coming in to absolute alignment and knowing Aligned to these words, absolutely nothing could make me any happier than I am right now. Say it out loud. We know maybe the first time you say it, all sorts of things come to your mind that might make you happier. Maybe by the second time that neutralizes and Maybe by the third or the fourth time you say that out loud, you realize that it's true you have elevated yourself into alignment with the powerful creator of reality that you are absolutely nothing could make me any happier than i am right now opens the most powerful portal for manifestation and true creation For the next perfect step to come to you. For everything you want and need to show up even before you know you need it. We understand it's a very different way than what you learned. But it's time to fully come into your realization. And realize all that you are and all that is here for you. You drew this to you. You are channeling this to you. We are always with you. We are always available to you. We have enjoyed this conversation with you so very much. We love you. We love you. We love you. And with that, we are complete.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> How are you feeling?
1: Wow. Amazing. That was amazing. Yeah.
0: That was such a beautiful session. Powerful. Really, yeah. really powerful. I think it's gonna help a couple people out there. <laughs> I
1: think so too. I think so too. Yeah. So much
0: for doing that. And and thank the council so much um for everything that they do. You're the energy is almost like I, I could literally feel it coming off the screen um, of what they were saying. So uh, I'm very appreciative of it. And I'm glad I could bring it to my audience. Um, now, before we go, uh, tell me why you decided to write a book about obviously answers of questions that we could easily do without <laughs> you uh, about the dream, the journey, eternity. And God, I mean, we all know these answers, oh. but anyway, no. <laughs> why yeah. did you, why did you, uh, you and Mike decide to write this amazing book? tackling some very difficult questions. <laughs>
1: For as long as I can remember, I was that person that was seeking the answers to life's biggest questions. Where did I come from? Why am I here? What's my purpose? Where do I go from beyond here? Where Where do people go when they die? You know, is there a heaven? Is there a hell? What is God? You know, all the questions you ask your audience. What's the purpose of all of this? Who am I really? right? How do we navigate? How do we most create the greatest impact on earth right now in mm-hmm. times of chaos or upheaval? These are the things we're all seeking answers to. I never would have imagined those answers would actually come through me, <laughs> but I really did um, study many different religions and philosophies and personal development and any anything I could find. And yet, I couldn't find the answers to what I was looking for. And then um, I believe my own quest to answer the questions of, you know, what is my highest potential and my purpose and why am I here? And all of that actually, you know, summoned the council to me and through me. I think it was a lot of my own asking. So for me, integrating higher wisdom Living the council's wisdom in my own life is the most important thing to me being the ultimate student of their teachings, because it works perfectly. It's, it works perfectly. (laughs) It really does. Mm -hmm. And to me, being the living example of that is so important. And I can tell you that I was that person that worked really hard, set big goals, did whatever it took, took massive action, type A. And, you know, I had a beautiful home and nice cars and took expensive vacations. And by everybody else's standards, I was living a really successful life, but I knew I wasn't living my purpose. Right. I knew there was more. I knew I was meant for more. I knew I was here for more. And I really had these big questions that I wanted answered. So, you know, I did the scariest thing you could possibly do, which is agree to, agree to your own awakening experience and and step onto the spiritual path. Right. And, um, I was willing to do whatever it, it it takes to, to really know who I am and why I'm here. And, and so, you know, through a, a series of events, um, I came upon channeling. I started channeling the council. I first did private sessions for many years. They explained I was practicing to hold the vibration. Then I started doing channel courses and we created our master's class program and global community where I channel and take questions um, from our community to the council. And I did that for several years. And, and I realized now that it was all preparing me for what was coming next. But, uh, I was divinely introduced to Mike Dooley and, uh, he ended up having a session with the council and then more sessions and several sessions with the council. And he said, you know, this is just the greatest wisdom on the planet. I want to share it with my community. So a few years ago we did an event called the dream, the journey, eternity, and God. And it was Mike Dooley asking questions to the council, and it was a huge success. We had a, I think, twenty-five thousand people um, that were, were participating in that um, event live, and so we were really thrilled to see that his community was so open to channeled information. So he said, "You know, have you ever thought about writing a book?" And I said, "Well, I kind of have a channeled book done," and so he said, "Would you, you know, would you like me to connect you to Hay
2: House?" We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: And within Mm. about a week or two, I not only had a book deal for the wisdom of the council, the book that came out last year, but they gave us a book deal to create the dream, the journey, eternity and God, which is Mike Dooley asking, life's deepest questions to the council and the whole format of the book, which I know you've read, um, Mm -hmm. is Mike's questions and then the council's answers. And so I'm really excited to share this with the world. I, um, I think the world is ready for this and I just continue to (laughs) enjoy every moment of being, you know, a vessel for this divine love and light that the council brings through and their incredible wisdom. It's just, um, you know, they said early on, if you will just live this wisdom, you will live a life beyond your wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. And I've said very openly (laughs) many times, you know, to that I responded, well, I have really big dreams and I don't know how (laughs) you would ever come up with anything beyond, but, oh, it's just, it's beyond, beyond, beyond my wildest dreams. And I'll, and I'll tell you, the most priceless treasure of all things in life are the people you meet mm. on your journey. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't buy the amazing, incredible magical interactions that I have with the people I've met, my community, my amazing team, but you, you know, I just had, I let my fears overtake me and, uh, I, I never, we wouldn't be sitting here. And, you know, I think about that sometimes I just can't imagine my life any other way than it is. And, you know, I look at people that showed up in my life along the way that just in one ordinary day, I met someone who changed my life. And I, I hope I am that that for others as well, because we are all really here for each other. And as I said to you before we started, you know, the council is been very open about this being the greatest transformation that has ever occurred in human history. Right. This time of awakening now, um, specifically 2023 to 2027. And they said, you know, there's certainly much more beyond that. But you know, that's why you went through your awakening experience. That's why you walked away from the safe and comfortable and secure to follow this inspiration and this energy and this passion and this wild idea of creating a podcast. And, you know, I mean, you when you look back, you see how divinely orchestrated it really was every step of the way. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if I could go back and tell my awakening self anything, it would be, just relax and have fun with all of this, you know? There is some higher power that is aware of you, that is out there orchestrating things on your behalf in every moment. And I know that is my soul and and it's our souls or higher self, but it's also, it's the infinite intelligence that is within
0: everything. And and
1: uh, there's just nothing better.
0: It's one decision and this doesn't happen one mm-hmm. decision going the opposite direction. I'm going to stay at my corporate job because I'm making a lot of cash or I'm not going to do a spiritual podcast because that's insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and this doesn't happen. It's yeah. just really an interesting journey. And as and for everyone listening, as you're doing it, it feels insane.
2: Yeah. It feels scary.
0: <laughs> it feels crazy. Yep, and then only when you get past that and you have time to look back and go, oh, this was all put together like this massively beautiful jigsaw puzzle that I could not see the grand picture. All I could see was the insane puzzle pieces that were in front of me, yeah. (laughs) But not this inside this beautiful tapestry that was being built Mm -hmm. and is continuously being built Mm -hmm. as we walk this path. So um, now, where can people? find this, uh, amazing book.
1: Uh, well, you can go to sarahlandon.com. There's a link to the book. You can buy it, uh, at your favorite retailer, either in paperback, audio book, or, uh, electronic version. Um, the book also has a website, uh, djegbook.com and, uh, yeah, go get your copy, uh, We're just so excited about this book. Um, And you can check out, there's a lot more free resources at sarahlanand.com, but get your copy of the book and just, you know, even if you just carry it around for a few days, there's just an energy about it. I don't know what it, it's that higher wisdom and love. I could just feel it, but then you could just open the book to any page and read that question. And I find that even though I channeled that information and I've read this book about 50 times I could just pick it up and turn it to a page and it's just exactly the message Ooh. I need at that moment. So it's yeah. available Amazon, um, audiobook, uh, Barnes and Noble, you know, wherever your favorite retailer is.
0: And do you have any parting messages for our audience?
1: I just love you. Thank you for being on this planet. And I'm just so excited to be on this amazing journey with you. And I know we are certainly kindred souls and uh I can't wait to see how this all continues to unfold and you know to your audience and community it's just you know the council says that 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 one thing that they said at the end absolutely changed my life and I was really happy and I I was in a really good place but when I really felt into what they were saying absolutely nothing could make me any happier than i am right now the most amazing magical things started showing up in my life I, there is nothing out there that you are lacking mm-hmm. and the truth of who everyone is is love really and you're so worthy of every dream in your heart it might not manifest tomorrow but remember that you're on a journey to realizing greater levels of well-being. You're on a journey to realizing greater levels of love. You're on a journey to realizing greater levels of freedom in your life. You're on a journey to realizing infinite abundance, more abundance in your life. You're on a journey. You're not stuck. You're not lost. You haven't failed. You haven't missed your opportunity. You're not too early. You're not too late. You're not stuck. You're on a journey. And I would have said to you 10 years ago, when I put on my vision board a picture of Hay House with a book that I was going to publish a book with Hay House, I would have told you 10 years ago, I was ready. I'm ready. Bring it on. Hmm. Hay House publish book today. I was not ready. That was a, as the council says, that was a really big, big deal, right? People told me I needed to write a book for many years. And I said, yeah, I, know. I will. It'll it'll happen. It'll just have to blow. It'll just have to be in the flow. But I said very specifically, I will not go knock down doors of publishers. I I will not beg publishers. They are going to, Hay House is going to come to me. Hay House is going to come to me. That did not come from my ego. That did not come from my head. It was just a knowing that they were going to come to me. And they did. And it was so easy, so fun, so great. The team at Hay House that I work with is so amazing. It was orchestrated by my, you know, connection and relationship to Mike Dooley, who opened that door. And I realized that it was just the, as the council said, it was the next obvious logical step to publish a book. Mm. And as I was sharing with you, I'm writing my third book for Hay House, which is called The Art of Channeling which is, you know, how you can access higher wisdom in the form of your own higher self or your soul or your angels or your guides or your loved ones on the other side. And that's just the next logical step, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I, I love the council's analogy about What do you want to appear? Do you want the next perfect step to just appear under your foot as you pick up your foot and get ready to set it down? And right as you set down your foot, the next perfect step is there? Or do you want a stairway of 10,000 stairs to appear in front of you and you have to climb to the top of it? We don't really want that. We really don't. Now, the old Sarah would have said, give me the 10,000 steps. I can do this. But I realized that that's how my whole life was. Everything was always 10,000 steps.
2: We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show.
1: And I could get what I wanted. I could manifest what I wanted. I manifested everything on the vision board. But it took me running up a flight of 10,000 stairs every time to get it. And the council just basically said, you can do it that way, but there is a much more easy, effortless, amazing, magical, harmonious way where the next perfect step comes to you. Would you like that? (laughs) (laughs) And it took me a little while too to get out of my doing, doing, doing where there's always more to be done, right? To just allow, allow. And the next perfect step is always so much better than what I could have tried to figure out. And I just... I trust it, but more importantly, I trust myself now to wait for the next perfect step. Yep. And this is the thing people say, oh, I don't trust the universe. I can't trust the universe. <laughs> it's really about <laughs> trusting yourself Yeah. to allow the next perfect step to come to you versus reverting back to the old running up 10,000 flights of stairs thing.
0: On that note, Sarah, thank you so <laughs> much for coming on the show. This has been such a beautiful conversation and uh, I truly, truly, truly appreciate you, mm, uh, you and appreciate the counsel. So thank you again and see you soon.
1: <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Alex. And thank you to the Next Level Soul community. Love you all.
0: I want to thank Sarah so much for coming on the show and sharing her knowledge with all of us. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 266. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey.